Okay, let's begin Parshas Emor this year, Tavshin Pei, and we start off with the name of the Parsha, <laughs> as we uh, as we often do from the Lubavitcher Rebbe, uh, Emor. So what is Emor to teach us? What is there there to teach us? So we start off with the Rashi. Rashi tells us, Emor Marta, the beginning of the Parsha, Lahazir Gedolim Al Haktanim, the double Lashon of Emor El Hakohanim, Marta Alehem, say and say, Right, that is Lahazir Dolim Alaktanim to teach the older generation, the parents, about the children, so that they're able to teach their children. Rebbe, at the literal level, quoted here in source number one, the verse is speaking of the specific responsibility of adult Kohanim to educate their children about the priestly duty to remain ritually poor. It's about Tumavitara, make sure you stay tar, Lenefesh Lo Amav. But however, says the uh, Lubavitcher Rebbe, in a broader sense, since this is the opening of a parsha which talks about guidance for Jews, it's Emor, it's part of Sefer Vayikra, which is all about Kedusha in general, not just for Kohanim, but for Am Yisrael too, our pasuk could be understood as a warning to all parents about the importance of educating their children. Right? This is one of the sources in the Torah for the Mitzvah of Chinuch, for the Mitzvah of taking part in our children's education. And in this case, he says, if we think about it, we're not talking about just basic necessity of education that's required to raise up to the next generation, because that might be even, you know, Dover Pashat. You don't even need the Torah to tell us that. But rather, he says, the type of education that is spoken about here is really marumas in a uh, Pasuk and a mitzvah later on in the Parsha. The opening of our parsha is hinting to a more advanced approach to education, which becomes relevant after a child has already been taught the basic principles of right and wrong. Meaning, once there's the basic knowledge, but then there's a deeper message, says the Lubavitch Rebbe, that we have to teach our children. And that's the message of in the parsha and this time of year, Sviras HaOmer, the message of process, the message of step by step. The precise nature of this advanced approach is highlighted by another important concept in our parsha, Sviras HaOmer, Bechulu, which is always at this time of year. Hasidic thought on the right side in the middle explains that counting the Omer is in fact an advanced form of education where a person progressively advances to higher levels of spiritual achievement as he refines different aspects of his personality step by step on a daily basis. The message that we have to give ourselves and our children is that change doesn't come overnight. And change doesn't come with a magic wand. It takes hard work. And it takes a process. And it takes time and effort. But little by little, we could do it. Day one, day two, day three. Because nothing happens overnight. We've quoted in the past, Rabbi Yosef Nehemiah Kornitzer's thought on the beginning of the Torah. In Parshas Bracious, he notes amazingly that if you think about Misa Bracious, and everything that was created. If you look at the Rashi on day on day four on Wednesday, Rashi quotes there that really the sun, and this is not on the sheet, the sun and the moon and the stars were all created earlier. Kodesh Baruch Hu put them into place on day four. The Desha was created, the grass was created earlier in creation, but it stood at the edge. And Rashi quotes Chazal that it waited to grow until Adam Arisho came and was able to daven for the, for the grass. So, Things started and were created, but they weren't finished, right? Even day two and day three, why there are, there are two ketoves on day three and none on day two, because it wasn't finished yet. What's the message? 
Says Rabbi Yossi of Nehemiah, even my sabrashas took time. Even that was a process. Even that it's in the Bria that change and and um, modification does not happen overnight. So when we emmer of our martyr, when we teach our those around us the message of growth, the message of of improving ourselves, we have to make sure that we that we recognize and give them over the message that it's not easy, and things take time and effort. And he says even towards the end, la hazir, the word for warning is azhara from the word zohar, shine. Right, lies here teaches us <laughs> that education is a never-ending process that needs to grow constantly on a daily basis, bringing many positive qualities to our children. They literally shine with light. Lies here to show the person we're talking to that he could shine, that he could glow, and that's every azhara, like Rav Aaron Salvechik we've mentioned in the past, lahochiach to reprove from the word tochacha. Tochacha is also the word prove. To prove to the person we're talking to that they could be better, they could do better. And that's Lahaz here to show them that they could shine as they take it step by step in their growth in Avodah Hashem. Oh, related to that is also the second thought that we have in the Parsha. A couple of Sukkim later, <laughs> the Torah tells us here in Pasik Vav, we go into the uh, details of Tumas Koanim, and some sukkim that apply to to uh, all it's written here, but it applies to all. And then pasuk vav kadoshim yiu leilohehem be kadosh. They need to be kadosh to their gods. Do not desecrate the name of their gods, because the ishe Hashem, the fire of Hashem, the bread of their gods, heimakrivim v'hayu. Kodesh. So, on a basic level, this is kind of just a holy below Yechalalu Rashi comments. Kloshim Yiu Al Karchem Yagdishim Bestim Mekach. Right? They have to be Bestim will force them to be. But it's not like a general pasuk, a general pasuk that be holy. But maybe there's a deeper message here. Says of Shlomo Kluger in his commentary in Shefer that applies to all of Am Yisrael and not just the Kohanim. And a message that we've quoted in the past that it fits in exactly to this first idea that we've spoken about education and the process. Nire lefarish, kizos yadua. Sha'adam tzorech lekadesh atzmo b'muterlo v'kol tzorech e'olam We know, like the Ramban made famous on last week's parsha, kadesh atzmacha b'muterlach. Make yourself holy even with what's mutter. The first mission in Perkiavos, Asu Siag La Torah. We have to have fences. We have to make sure that we don't go to the edge in Ruchnius, in spirituality, but we figure out ways to guard ourselves. Kadesh Asmacha B'Mutalach, and that's Kadusha. The Ramban talks about that at length in last week's Parsha. Kadosh is a parish, so we have to take upon ourselves extra. The Avshu Mutter, even if something is allowed, it doesn't mean that it's advisable. As we've spoken about earlier in Kedoshim. But even though this is a message that we have to try to do our best when it comes to Syagim and when it comes to adding on Kedusha, but we have to know when to do that. First do what we have to do. First do 248 and 365. The Kadesh is Atzmo, Shalavra, Piyashem, Bishu Mitzvah. 
the first level of Kedusha is to make sure that we're Kadosh and what we have to do. Right? Godola Mitsuba Viyose. Mimishaina Mitsuba Viyose. Do what we have to do. Don't do what we're not allowed to do. After that, we can worry about extras. Right? We shouldn't be jumping the gun. We have to focus on what's needed and what's obligatory. If I first jump and try to go above and beyond and try to do before I know how to do the din... That can't be. Right? If I bring the king a present, but I'm not doing basic rutzone of the king, what he would want, the king's not going to be happy. I don't need your extra flowers. I need you to do the basics. Says the... Imre Shefer, says of Shlomo Kluger, maybe this is an additional level of meaning in our Pasuk. V'zeo amro kedoshim yiyu leilokehem. Ratzal Omar, shetchila yikachuas atzmam b'mashonogea leilokehem. Sanctify yourself to Hashem, what Hashem told you to do. Hainu, masha oser loyem ha-kadosh baruch hu lasos. Kedei v'leichal hushem elokehem. It's one sentence. Right, sanctify yourselves by listening to what he says, so you don't desecrate shame elokehem. Because after all, that's what you have to do. Ratzalomar, line twenty. Imlo yaasu yechil Hashem gadol. Why? He has a ishe Hashem lechem elokehem himakrivim. Vimanashim gedolim kemosam yavu pi Hashem yechil Hashem gadol. And the more we know, and the more we represent Torah and shmir samitzvahs, the more responsibility we have, and we have to do what we can. To do what we need to do. After that, then you could come to even higher. Kodesh, and you could choose to do what you want to be Kodesh. First, Kadoshim you be Kadosh to Hashem by listening to what He says to do, not choosing what you're going to add on. It's Lelokeyem. After that. Then Vahayu Kodesh. <laughs> then one can choose to do what's more. So this obviously fits to the first thought we said. It's growth, it's a process, but the process has to make sense. The order of the process has to make sense. Maybe that's why Chazal say that. Before we look for extras, we have to try to do what we have to do, what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us, and in that way, give him nachas, and then we can go above and beyond. Just like a child. A child has to do what a parent needs them to do, and then a child does something extra that he knows what the parents would, would appreciate. Okay. Moving right along to Parachav Beis. Get Emor is chock full of all different halachas, all the halachas balmum we have here in Parachav Aleph. We're not going to focus on that now. We're going to focus towards the end of Parachav Beis, where we have the laning that we do on a Yantif by Daber Hashem Moshele Mar Pasichavav. Sharo Chesav Oeski Valed. 
Why do we add these Tzukim? Good question, not for now. If the Parsha Zamoadim starts later on in Perek Chavdalid, why do we have Perek Chavgimel? Why do we have to add on these extra Tzukim? Okay, not for now. Maybe, actually, maybe it is for now. Let's see what the Meshachach is going to tell us. We have a couple of mitzvos here that seem to be relating to Karbanos, but the question is, are they connected to each other? First mitzvah is Mechusersman. Before a animal is eight days old, he cannot be brought as a karban. From day eight, that's when the carbon could be brought as a carbon. Number one. Number two. The Isra of Osoves Beno offering a parent and a child and an offspring carbon on the same day, that is us. The Mishnahis even tell us that if it's a day that you know nobody would expect you to have sold the mother or the daughter, yeah, the, the Mocher Behemos has to say something. If it's a day that everybody buys, then you have to assume that it could have been sold. But um, if not, then you might have to tell because you don't want to you know, have any uh, hand in, in Lifne Iver. So, Shoro said, number two is Osov Espino. Is there any connection between Mechusser's man, Osov Espino, next Pasek. When you sacrifice, when you bring a carbon, make sure you have proper Kavana. It's for your Ratzon. Tizbachu, Rashi. Tfilas Vichaschem Izaru, Shetel Ratzon Lachem. Umawa Ratzon Vechulu, and the Pasek continues. So we have the Isser of Mechusersman. We have the uh, Mitzvah of Mechusersman and uh, Osov Espino, and having proper Kavana. Continuing, Kiddush Hashem, Chil Hashem, that's the lead into the Parsha Samoadim. So what exactly is there a connection between all of these mitzvos, says the Meshachachma, a Yisod Gadol, something that he uh, often uh, writes about, and he says it right here too. But I don't think we've ever mentioned this in a Parsha Shir, so here we go, in source number three. Says the Meshachachma, Ha-Kavana. If he starts off with Ha-Kavana, you know it's going to be something special. Ha-Kavana. Diadua. Zara. What is a root uh, message of Avodah Zarah? A root whole hashkafas olam of nations of the world, how they serve their gods. Somehow to influence these powers of these gods, by giving them something, their life, right? Human sacrifice, that's a big one. Child sacrifice, that's a big one. Ubis godedus, ubisrita, and self mutilation. How many idolatry, idolatrous sects and cults deal with uh, gashing oneself and cutting oneself and, and torturing oneself? There's so much of that. Death and torture, because that gives to the deity. That's what many of these Hashkafis Olam they think. Haklau, Laharbos Achzarius, Vinikima Benefesh Adam. To be Marbe, you know, um Achzarius and brazenness and, and vengefulness. That's what it's all about. Kamosha Amar Navi, like Hoshea tells us. Ad and that existed until Akharish Baruch Hu was discovered by Avram Avinu. 
until Hakadosh and and taught us through his Torah. Asher tziva mitzvos li Yisrael l'tal yusam l'shleimas hametzias, and he gave us six hundred and thirteen mitzvos. All how does what does the Mishnah say? Rotz Hakadosh Baruch Hu l'zakos es Yisrael. It's the greatest chus to have so many mitzvos. Lo l'shleimuso. The mitzvos are not there to give shleimus to Hashem at all. Hashem doesn't need the mitzvos. Ki im tzadak to matitenli. Eov says ulavushot stam hunasan. Be Taraso, Shonos. It's clear mitzvahs are even to be nice and to be compassionate and to be in a state of of uh, kindness. That's what mitzvahs are. Mitzvahs aren't meant to be painful. Right? He says this by Puravu, if you remember. We might have mentioned recently. and think about all the mitzvahs that are there to uplift people. Not, nothing's about to push them down. How many mitzvahs? Hakohen mitzvah lekadsho. Halevi lesamcho. Hayisraeli lechonen obahono. Right to to share the wealth. Bavayimachal leeved to be nice to avadim. Biyatorechal kamocha mitzvahs of of uh, prikoteina helping the animals. Everything is about kindness and help and goodness. Don't treat the Eved uh, too harshly. Every mitzvah, every mitzvah is to uplift and to spread the word of God. The behemoth, to make sure you don't muzzle the animal, right? to make sure the animal is supposed to eat before you eat. All these rights, so to speak, of animals and people. Rak bofanim shonim, asher mematim tzara raketzara maves, the whole package of mitzvos is We're not having a share about that now, but there are many mitzvos that are uh, including what the Meshachach himself says, I think in Parshas Noah, Puravu can't be mitzvah on a woman because it's painful, but she has the motherly instinct to want the children, but a package deal, that's what mitzvahs are, exactly opposite of idolatrous practices, which is all about pain and cutting and gashing and sacrificing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu demands sacrifices from us. You know what the Medjur says? Hashem could have demanded, I want sacrifices, tigers and bears. No, he gives us the animals we have anyway, cows and sheep and goats. Because he doesn't want us to have it so hard. And now, not to give an animal. That's what these mitzvahs are about now. These mitzvahs, right before Kedesh Hashem and Chil Hashem, are all about, in an emphatic, graphic way, these mitzvahs. First week, let the animal be with the mother. And to teach us chemla by not wiping out, so to speak, shechting two generations on the same day. And therefore, that's the lead-in, turning the page. Right? It doesn't make a difference between HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Osov but mitzad us. Ki ein l'Hashem to'alios b'zevach, v'lochavitz b'karbon, rakasiyas chesed, v'leches bidrachav. And that's I learned son chem tizbachu. Right, wrote sa'ani, 
L'Ertzonchem is that you have to have proper kavana when you give a carbon. L'Ertzonchem, you have to realize it's not Hashem needs it. Hashem's like, oh, I'm forcing you to give a carbon. If you're not into it, then you lose the whole message. Like the Nevi'im say over and over again, throughout the Nevi'im, Hashem doesn't want our karbonos if it doesn't have the proper perspective with it and shuva with it. And that's, Hashem just wants kiyum. Hashem wants spreading the love. That's what all mitzvahs are. It's not achzarius. And therefore, that's the message. As we go maybe from, maybe that's the message of going from all these karbonos halachos. And the beginning of Emor, in the middle, where we have Kohanim and we have Bali Mumin, we go into Ketushas Hazman, we go into the Yantif, so we recognize that even the Karbonos was all about enjoying and Simchas Yantif. And that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us missus about. And along before the Meshachachma, Chazal say it, but there's a beautiful Rambam. The Rambam in Ilchus Shabbos. The Rambam has a similar Lashon in Ilchus Mila. But here in Ilchus Shabbos, the Rambam tells us in the context of Bikoach Nefesh, Perak Beis Halach HaGimel, Source number 5, Kisha'osim Dvarim Ha'elu. When you do these acts of Saving a life. You don't have to say, oh, you be my Shabbos guy. You could do it for me. If somebody's life's in danger, then the Jew could do it. delay. When saving a life, it's to live with, as we learned in last week's parsha. Halamadata, she'ein mishpatei haTorah nekama ba'olam, el arachimim v'chesed v'shalom ba'olam. A life of avodas Hashem is meant to be rachimim chesed v'shalom. Right? Those from the outside might look in and say, "What do you mean? That's not rachimim. I can't do whatever I want to do. I can't do this. I can't do that," because they just don't know. They just don't know. It's from the outside. They feel, once you're an insider, we realize it's Rachamim, Chesed, V'Shalom. That's what life's about. Again, yes, there are three exceptions to the rule. The big three Averis. Why those three? The, the Maharal, those three undermine the pillars of the world. Torah, But either way, in general, not the exceptions. The rules are Shalom and Chesed and Rachamim. And these are the mitzvos that lead us into the um, Parshas HaMoadim that were about to get into. But before that, we have a thought that maybe we say every couple of years, another Rambam that we quote, but it's on Kiddush Hashem and Chil Hashem. Kiddush Hashem and Chil Hashem. There is a story that's quoted here in the Sefer, which I started a couple of months ago, quoting from a Mitikus Varevus HaTorah, a modern Likut. Kiddush Hashem. There's a mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem. What's the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem? So yes, we know in an extreme way that's the extreme context of Kiddush Hashem, and that's the Rambam in the beginning of in the middle of Hilchos Yisodiyat Torah. That's the Kiddush Hashem that he talks about first. To give of my money, to give of my life, to give of my time for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. but really every day. It's not just at the extreme moments, but it's every day. It has to be Kiddush Hashem. And he gives one example. He quotes a story. There was a Tamar Chacham 
that went that went on a teal in the north. What happened? He came to Meron. Right, Lagba Omer is coming up. Came to Meron, and what happened when he got out of his car? Maybe he like opened the door a little bit, and he and he banged the car next to him a little bit. He looked. You could hardly see a tiny little scratch. Tiny little. You could barely see it. You have to like look closely to see it. But he saw it. What does he do? <laughs> He's an honest man. He writes a note. He puts the note with his name and address on the windshield of the car. Okay. And he leaves. What could he do? When the owner of the car came back, or whatever it is, some type of uh, damage that would not have been noticed. After a couple of hours, this man goes home to the place where he's staying and he hears a knock on the door. Right when he opens the door, somebody takes a picture of him. He's like, what? He's like, I wanted to take a picture of you. What are you taking a picture of me for? He thinks he's in trouble. He thinks, what? He says, are you the man that left the note? Are you the man that left the note? He says, yeah, I left the note on the car. From the moment that I read the petek, I didn't think this was real. I didn't think there were people like this in the world. There was a crack in the light. It was tiny. I wouldn't have even noticed it. And I said to my wife and kids, I need to take a picture of somebody who still has that mida of honesty, of yira, of of this is what this is the right thing to do. Nobody forced him. There's somebody like this. He was in shock. And the Talmud Chacham turns to him and says, I don't know why you're in shock for. What you're saying? Yesh Misha Dorei said, nobody's Dorei? He says, nobody's forcing it? Yes, there is. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Bechvod HaKadosh Baruch Hu himself is the one that told me this is what I have to do. The next page. L'shem kach That's exactly why I took the picture. Hatmuna azos tisha'er etzli l'mazkeret. V'shol she'eda echa adam tzarech l'znaik. I'm going to save this picture so I always remember. I always remember how to behave. V'kach asipur lotam. And the story didn't finish yet. He quotes the story from the Baruch Yinafshi, one of his Zilberstein's farm. Be'em sachodesh elul. Later on. Dovko yitzel tamar chacham b'nei azug alalu. This couple... Knocked on the Tamar Chacham's door of Yamru. Lo, la'achar diyan memushach shal shvoyim shalosh. After two, three weeks, we started to come closer to Yadus because we said, if this is what Torah is about, we want to be connected to it and we want to be connected to these types of people. And this is the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem. What would HaKadosh Baruch Hu want me to do in every situation? Not what I could get away with, but what is the right thing to do in every situation. That's what he says, and that's what the Rambam says. The Rambam writes this. We quote this Rambam every couple of years, but it says what we call a refrigerator Rambam. A Rambam that should be 
primary front and center on our refrigerator. Says the Rambam in Hilchot Yisodia Torah, at the end of Parakeh, Parakeh is all about the Mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem, giving one's life, Yerag Valyavar, Yavar Valyahareg, all the details of the different mitzvos. But then the Rambam says, at the end of the Parak, V'yesh Dvarim Acherim, Shehem Bechlal Chil Hashem. And there are other things that are within Chil and Kiddush Hashem that are not as extreme. V'hu Sheyaseh, Adam Gadol Batorah, Umefersam Bechasidus, Dvarim Shabriyas Maranos Achara Bishvilan. Somebody does something that people are going to talk about. People are going to look askance. People are going to look down and say, is this how a Ben Torah acts? Is this how a rabbi acts? Is this how a Talmud Chacham acts? A Shomer Torah Mitzvahs? Even if they're not technically sins, it's a Chilel Hashem. It's a Chilel Hashem. The Gemara gives examples. Somebody, and it's based on context. It's based on society. Could fill in the blank. Some behavior that people would say, really? Even if it's not us, sir. How they eat and drink. Oh, Somebody doesn't talk properly. He doesn't greet them with a happy face. He can all out of Torah. But if he's always anger-filled... And always wants to argue, argumentative. So that's a kiddush and a chil Hashem. The chayosi b'zeramelo akol afi godlo shel chacham sarach shiigdaktik al atzmo v'yaslof nimishuras adim. And now he says the positive. V'chaydim tiktek al chacham al atzmo v'ayodibiro binachas imabrios. And he does speak properly. V'daytumu revesi mahem. And people enjoy his company. Umekablem b'zeir panim yafis. Look what all the rambam is talking about. He's not talking about teaching, them teaching him Torah. He's not talking about teaching Torah. He's talking about how a person behaves with others. He drinks them with a smile. And he's meek. He doesn't insult anybody. He's mechabed even the lowliest ones. He doesn't waste his time. And during his free time, he's seeing, being osik b'torah, So there, that's an everyday Kiddush Hashem. Aji matzu akol mekalsen oso, v'oavin oso, u'misavin l'maysav. What a beautiful Lashon. Until it comes out that people praise him, love him, and desire to copy him. Those are the three steps. First you praise, wow, that's amazing, and then you learn to connect to them, praise, love, and then misavin l'maysav, harezeh Kiddush Hashem. This is, if you remember, whenever we discussed Akedas Yitzchak, we've discussed in the past the question some Rishonim ask, but more Achronim, why is it called the Nisayon of Avraham more than the Nisayon of Yitzchak? Yitzchak was the one that was going to give his life. So why do we call it the Nisayon of Avraham? Nisayon of Yitzchak, he was the one. So explain some of the Mepharshim that Yitzchak, it was a one-time event. He was going to have to live, give his life once. What was it going to be with Avraham? Every single day he was going to have to live with it. He was going to have to live with listening to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Living every day HaKadosh Hashem might be a little more challenging than dying once HaKadosh Hashem. And that's even, I should have started off with a question. The Shem Tov notes that we know after the Akedah, Yitzchak disappears. He's not at his mother's Leviah. He doesn't have to wife for himself. She's brought to him. Where did Yitzchak go? So says the Medrash, where did Yitzchak go? Where all biblical personalities and safer gracious disappear too. Great. 
The problem here is, what more did he have to learn? He reached the levels of Akeda. He was ready to give his life for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What more did he have to learn? So explains Hashem Anato, he was ready to die HaKadosh Hashem. But he still had to go back to continue to learn about living HaKadosh Hashem. And that's the mitzvah that applies every single day. And that's the mitzvah that Bez Hashem, that's the Kiddush Hashem that Jews should be fulfilling and not Rahman al-Islan having to be in the situation of anything more extreme. But let's remember the the uh, totsah of all of our actions could be uh, extreme, just like in this beautiful story about the driver who left the, who left the note. Okay. Moving right along to the Parshas HaMoadim. Perech of Gimel. We have the Parshas HaMoadim. Vayadaber Hashem Mar. Here we go. Dabel Bnei Yisrael V'amart Olehem. Tel Bnei Yisrael. This is the first of the Parshas HaMoadim. Right? Vayikra Vamidbar Dvarim. Here in Amar, then in Pinchas, then in Re'eh. Each having a different focus. But this is the first of the set of three. So, Hashem says to Moshe, speak to Bnei Yisrael and tell them, Moadei Hashem, Kodesh, these are the Moadim. Here we go. What would we expect first? Probably either Rosh Hashanah or Pesach. And what do we get first? Sheishas Yamim Teasem Alacha. Uvayom Ashvi, Shabbat Shabbat Kodesh. Six days work shall be done, and on the seventh day, Shabbos Shabbason. Shabbos is called Shabbos Shabbos Shabbason also. Right? Not just Yom Kippur. And the question that has bothered many is what's the connection? What is Shabbos doing here? Shabbos and Moed? Why is Shabbos in the Parshas of Moedim? Shabbos has been mentioned many times throughout the Torah besides here. Sarah Sadibros. So Rashi already picks up on it. Ma inyin Shabbos eitzel Moedos. What is the connection between Shabbos? Why is Shabbos put here with the Moedim? And then, even after this, we have a new introduction as if the Torah acknowledges that Shabbos isn't really a Moed. It has some connection, but it's not really. That's why right after this, in Pasuk Dalit, Kodesh, we have a restart. And then we get into Pesach. So what's Shabbos doing here? So Rashi says, Okay, Shabbos and Moed, if you fulfill one, you fulfill the other. If you desecrate one, desecrate the other. A number of years ago, we spoke where Moshe Feinstein and the Drash Moshe has a beautiful ha'ara on this Rashi. Not for now. But, back to our question. What is Shabbos doing here, Bechlau? What is it doing here, besides the Pshad of Rashi? So two of the great, uh, almost contemporary achronim, um, actually, based on earlier, but uh, two of the achronim mention the same idea in their own, in their own words. Says... Source number nine, Halev Alibov, this Rav, I'm sure, but it's based on a pre-tzadik, based on Rabbi Tzadok. Rabbi Tzadok and Rabbi Salvechik say a similar idea. First we'll see the pre-tzadik, quoted here in Halekha Valibov. Says the Rav, I'm sure. After quoting the, <coughs> the Gemara and Kedushin, why Shabbos, you have to have a limud that Shabbos uh, would be always, why would I have thought otherwise? Shabbos is Kfiyah Vakayma. So he quotes from the Pre-Tzadik. On line 13. She'inyin Kiddush Bezdin nafkale midachsim mikra kodesh. Mikra kodesh. Kamosh Gazavarash Bamsham. The principle, the words mikra kodesh, call it kodesh, that's really a yantif uh, theme. Yantif calls, the, uh, I'm sorry, it's a Bezdin theme, and it's a yantif theme. Bezdin decides when yantif is, they call it kodesh. 
Mikra Kodesh. And yet, it says Mikra Kodesh here by Shabbos too. V'yemkein hechlis kaiva Mikra Kodesh al Shabbos. Ileka kriyas bezin l'kadesh al Shabbos. Bezin is not Mekadesh Shabbos. Right? Mekadesh Yisrael v'azmanin, that's only by Yantif. So why is there a Mikra Kodesh by Shabbos? Raka Kavana, line 16. Kiyesh Mikra Kodesh v'chol Shavua v'shavua. Both of these great achronim bring Shabbos a little closer to Yantif. There's an element of Yantif on Shabbos as well. There could be Mikra Kodesh based on Am Yisrael's behavior for Shabbos too. The whole day of the week, we're thinking about Shabbos. We're being Mekadesh Shabbos. We're calling Shabbos. Like we say, <coughs> the first Zemmer that many sing on Friday night, call Mekadesh Shvi Karoilo. Call Mekadesh Shvi? Who's that talking about? Hashem is Mekadesh. That's talking about people. People also. Even though halachically, technically, Shabbos happens automatically, so much so automatically that if somebody's on a desert island and doesn't know when Shabbos is, you know, he has to somehow start counting one to six, one and then six or six and then one. We can add an element. If we live our lives always thinking about Shabbos, that adds on and that creates Shabbos also. And that's why Shabbos is in the Parshas HaMoadim. Because it has an element that we could create as well. It talks about Shabbos six other times in the Torah. So that's where it's referring to the Kfi of element. Why is Shabbos here? To teach us that there's also a B'nai Yisrael element. And he quotes further in the Pre-Tzadik. And the fact that it says that here too. Remember, Shabbos does not involve the Beis HaMikdash. Shabbos is at home. You can have this element wherever you are. It's not about the Beis HaMikdash. It's about Jews and the partner that we have, remember the Medrash, I think it's in Mayakel, that the uh, the uh, Shabbos complained to Hashem. It's not fair. Every other day of the week has a pair. Sunday has Monday, Tuesday has Wednesday, Thursday has Friday. Who's my pair? Hashem says, B'nai Yisrael is your Zug. They're going to learn with you on Shabbos, and they're going to connect to you. So Shabbos is our pair. And the Pritzadik continues, and he finishes up, and it's anywhere in the world. Wherever we are, we could create the connection with uh with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I think we quoted from uh, Rabbi Tzadok, I don't remember from who, or maybe from the Shemi Shmuel in the past. That's why we say the, the deep connection that we can have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu on Shabbos. Remember, Tzayi Shalom Neshalom. Why do we say Tzayi Shalom Neshalom? Right, we say asking the Malachim to leave. So I think we mentioned one year in Pashas Vayigash that Tzayi Shalom Neshalom is saying, yeah, even the Malachim can't stay at the Shabbos Suda because it's us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's just Yichud. It's Yichud between B'nai Yisrael and Hashem on Shabbos. And that's what's created. It's created also. It's not just given to us. That's one. But we also have the same idea quoted in Rav Salvechik. In one of his Yardzeit Shi'urim on the next page, again, Yardzeit Shi'urim, as we know, are, were lengthy. I just gave you part of the page. He brought a model. He brought a model to this idea. The Gemara tells us in Adarim that even though a Bechor Behema Tahora, if I have a firstborn sheep, the halacha is, it's a carbon automatically, right? When it's born, the din is mitzvah l'kakdisho. 
It's a mitzvah to be makdashit. It's automatically a carbon. Mitzvah lahakdisho. It's a mitzvah to sanctify, to say it's kadosh, to add one's own element. Rav Salvechik said, maybe that's kiddush Friday night as well. We also add to the sanctity of Shabbos through the Misa, where it's underlined. You can feel free to read the in between after. That's true. It's all up to Baruch Hu. But there's still an element. But there's still an element for us as well. And you know this, he's at the same exact diak. Because Shabbos is in the Parsha of Moadim. Mitzad Echad, line 19. On the one hand, all of Yantif is rooted in Shabbos. Tchila lemikrai kodesh. We say it every Friday night. The Rambam's Lashon, I skipped it on line 14. The Rambam says, Just like you make Kiddush, Kishem Shem Mekadshin, Beleli Shabbos, Mavdil Mamozi Shabbos, Kach Mekadshin, Beleli Yantif, Mavdil Mamozoyan. How do you know Kiddush and, Kiddush and, and, uh, and Havdalah are Darais' on Yantif? Shekulam Shabsos Hashem Heim. They're all Shabbosos of Hashem. So all Yantif is rooted in Shabbos. But it's the opposite too. Kedushas Yantif Umoage in Italy, Israel, right? Shabbos also has a Yantif element. Yantif has a Shabbos element. But Shabbos has a Yantif element as well. And that is what's meant here. Skipping down to line 39. Achas Shabbos Shechala Pulas Kiddush the basic Shabbos is Chal even without our doing anything. But then there's an element that is added when a Jew makes Kiddush. Just like he relates it to Yovel and, uh, and the like, but he also compares it to Bechar. And therefore, we have to know, Shabbos has a Moed element too. Yes, it's not Bezdin. We don't decide what day Shabbos is. But we decide what experience Shabbos is. Not the when, but the what. We take part in. And at least in that element, Shabbos shares with Yantif a certain character. And that's why it is in here, the Kedusha of uh, Moadim, and Shabbos is in the Moadim as well. And that's what he continues also on the next page. Again, there's a lot more in that yard site here, but uh, feel free to follow afterwards. Okay. Continuing, another thought about the Moadim in general. Another thought about the Moadim in general. Says Rabbi Yerucham Levavitz in source number 13. We usually look at Moadim as days that certain events occurred and we're remembering them. We are reliving them. We are you know, trying to glean and remember the messages that we can take with us. What makes these days special? Because certain events, certain events occurred on these days. That's usually how we understand it. Says Rav Yeruchim, that is not how we have to understand it. Don't think. It happened to be that these events happened that day. We were taken out of Mitzrayim, so you know what? Make Pesach. Why Shabbos? Because Hashem rested on this day. It's a because. It's a because. Says Rav Yerucham. 
Havana kazos ba mitoch hergov abata shitchit bechol inyan. That's anything, any uh, non-Jewish type of uh, memory. Why is Washington's birthday a day that people uh, have off? Because it's a day that Washington was born years ago. There's nothing about the time itself. It's about the event. The event makes the time special. That's how, on the surface, how Chagim could be understood. But he says no. He says it's very different. Pesach inherently is a special time, and that itself allowed the nace of Pesach to occur. The time itself was created by a Kaddish Baruch Hu with a unique power. Not just the event caused the power. The day itself has the power. That's the time. Once I heard a mushal, I don't remember if it was Rapinkas or not. Imagine you're on a train and the train is going and the train comes to a stop. So every yuntif is a stop on the train. You get off the train. You stay there. You enjoy it. And, and then you get back on and you, and, and you go to the next stop. Every, every chag is a, is a yuntif for us to experience to reconnect to the time that that Chag represents. He quotes, what does it say in Kohelis and the Medrash? L'chol zman va'ez l'chol chefetz. Zman ha'ilo adam ha'ishan sh'yikonis l'gan eden. Shem ha'yichene b'gan eden. V'zman ha'ilo sh'yatsim isham. The time to go into Gan Eden. The time to go out of Gan Eden. The time to have brismila. The time for this, the time for that. It's all about the time created. The events that happen afterwards. And that's what Parshas HaMoadim is meant to teach us. Skipping down, 28. That's what the Torah is uh, revealing to us. These times are not all created equal. All times are not created equal. More in the in the eyes of God, maybe certain exclamations are all men are created equal, but all time is not created equal. Gilsalanu, Moadei Hashem heim yeshno sod shel zmanim asher bahemu baatzmam atzumim shel moadim viktushasam. And we, if you think about it that way, also and we're kovei those manim. What power we have? Kadosh Baruch Hu gave Am Yisrael the power to decide when is this time going to be. When is this going to be an amazing day? When is it going to be? Pesach, Shavu, Because the times themselves have the power. And also, if you look at it this way, when we have any of these days, it's not just about remembering what was. The same power in the day exists right now that existed centuries ago. It makes us get even more excited. Shavuos, Haba, Elena, Latova. It's not just a day that we got the Torah, but it's a time period that was, that was muhan for the Torah to be given. And that's every single Chag HaShvuas that, that we celebrate. And we have to recognize that because that gives even more powerful meaning to the, to the times themselves. Okay, and finally, the last thought, another of Salvation thought, this one from the, his commentary on Chumash that was put together. And that is to give a little meaning, we are counting down towards Shvuas, give a little meaning to a famous Machlokas between the Tzutukim and the Prushim. There were a number of famous machlokos between them, 
Each one of them has symbolism. Last week, right, last week we had a machlokas between the Sukkim and the Purushim about when to light the fire on Yom Kippur, the Kohen Gadol. Does he light the fire? Does he cause the smoke after he goes in? That's what we hold. Or beforehand, keep on. The Sukkim take it literally that you make the smoke beforehand and then you go in. That's not what we hold. We hold that first you go in and then you make the smoke. Every every machlokas has has symbolism. So maybe the most famous argument of the machlokas is Sfir Sa'omer Mimachras Shabbos. The Pazik tells us Mimachras Shabbos. What exactly does that mean? So we hold that there, Mimachras Shabbos, Chav Gimel Tezvav, does not mean Shabbos Bracious. Does not mean the day after Shabbos, meaning Sunday. That's what the Tzukim say. We start counting Omer on the Sunday after the first day of Pesach. That's how they understand it. We, of course, don't say that. We count from the day after the first day of Pesach. And Shabbos there means the first day of Pesach. Why does the Torah write it that way? That's not for now. The Meshachachma, others have their have their uh, reasons. We've spoken about it in the past. But what's the Hashkafa Machshava Machlokes behind this Machlokes between the uh, Tztukim and the Prushim? So it suggests Rev Salvechik that the Tztukim don't believe in a connection between Pesach and Shavuos. You don't need a connection. Pesach is Pesach and Shavuos is Shavuos. Mimachar is Shabbos. Shabbos could be Shabbos, not connected to Pesach. And we say no, Shavuos is connected to Pesach. And Pesach is meaningless if it's not completed by Shavuos. And in between, it's just, it's like Cholomoed, they're on Banz Lashon in this week's Parsha. All the days of Sphira are like Cholomoed. Cholomoed. Because it's not finished yet. Shavuos is the Atzeres of Pesach. According to the Prushim, our release from slavery on Pesach was only the first stage of our redemption. The Rabboni Shalom's plan was to intervene on our political situation, give us physical freedom in order for them for them, for then to allow us to go up the spiritual ladder, to be able to be Zoha, to get the Torah, the four Lashonos of Geula, Vikalti, the Lakachti, is crucial. Because without that, physical freedom is not the goal of our religion. And this is why the Tztukim so vehemently said, no, it doesn't have to be. And the Prushim says it has to be. It has to be. This is why the Prushim insisted that Shavuos is not a separate holiday. In their view, the ultimate objective of the redemption was to realize seven weeks later, as many thoughts, right, the uh, the carbon of uh, the uh, Omer is Saorim, animal food, the carbon of the Shteyalechem, on Shavuos is Chitim, human consumption, so we know it's all a process. We're in the process now. We're on our way. He read so that we appreciate the Mimachras HaShabbos element. We're going from Pesach to Shavuos. We're going in our spiritual travels to be able to uh, prepare ourselves for Kabbalah Satorah in the proper way. All these parashiyas are always here to help us do that. Be'ez Hashem, let us appreciate every single day uh, of this Svira and get the most out of it uh, that we can. Have a great night.